What? What are you looking at? Oh, you're trying to think He's, of something funny. Yeah, and trying to think and, of and funny. The, and, and the and the <laughs> smile on your face is explaining that nothing funny will come out. Nope. <laughs> I was trying to think of a funny play on Wada, but I I can't. I, I it just. What's uh, Bruce Lee's favorite drink? Wada. What? <laughs> Boom, solid gold. I'm here all week. (laughs) No, I was trying to think of like another word for travesty, but that starts with an A and I can't think of anything. Well, that's okay. It's water under the bridge. (laughs) I see what I did there. That's a wordplay too. Uh, I'm so good. I'm so good. What a jag off. It is a PTG quickie. <gasps> what the fuck was that for? I don't know. I don't know. Ooh, yeah, I can taste that. <clears throat> I haven't had a cider in a while, boys. Okay. Yes, uh, caramel apple cider. It's 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 not bad. It's hard yeah. cider. Yeah. Mm. Caramel apple. Blake's that's not the top cider. The yes, PTG no. drunk cast. That's a thing. oh god. No, let's let's get this going. Let's yes, get this going. Uh, PTG quickie because there's a lot of. A lot of a lot of murmurings and, and well, it's not even murmurings. A lot of shouting. No. So there there has been a lot of a development flop. and a lot of information that has been coming forward on Wada Games. That's right, heritage, heritage auctions and games going for exorbitant amounts of of money. Um, and we figured that we would just kind of talk about it from our perspective and weigh our uh, wheat we penny feel. in on it. What's it? Weigh our wheat penny in on it, because it's yes. not two cents. No, it's... Our opinion's not worth that much. <laughs> no, no. Maybe, yeah, the wheat penny, that's that's yes. no longer in circulation that you can't really use anywhere. <laughs> it's like having... Hey, what's what's a more useless currency that... 50 uh, cent piece. A dollar coin, because, fuck, you can't use those in vending machines. No, you really can't, no. <laughs> you can use them in the store. So yeah, you valuable. can. All right, yep. still useful. Two dollar bill, Canadian dime, a two dollar bill because most people look at it like it's fake. Yeah, that's true. Maybe the Canadian dime that we somehow sometimes get here for some reason. Oh yeah, I have a lot of Canadian Canadian currency, a Canadian quarter. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, yes. yeah, a lot of controversy so, around so there, this. Yes, so there has been a lot of controversy, and one thing that I want to preface this by saying is that we are not against WADA, we are not against Heritage, but we are not for this either one. This is strictly opinion. our opinion. It doesn't have to be anybody else's, but this is how we are seeing it, and we are not here to judge. We're just here to talk about. Well, you guys might judge. I'm, I'm always not... judging everything. Judging? And everyone. I don't want. I don't want to be. It's judge. Im- yes. It's impossible to not judge. We are creatures of doing things purely on judging because we lacked instinct. Well, that is true. We actually. pick a mate by judging them. Yes, we, that's we, true. We pick friends by judging them. Like when you people avoid. say they don't wow. judge people, that is impossible. And judging things is an instinct, so it is still yeah. an instinct. It is not yeah, an instinct. you avoid yes, certain is. people because you're animals, judging them. Animals yeah. don't judge them. Bullshit, they don't. 
They look at color and go, I'm not eating that. Any animal would look at you and be like, He's sexy. Fuck him and bite you in the ankle. <laughs> bite you in the ankle. It's animals funny. don't know any better. They thrive purely on instinct, which is why I love animals. That's not true. They because think animals... They think more than you give them There's no for. lying in them. They don't... Well, except for the ones that purposely deceive, but that's deceiving for for things. But... This is how I know that that does. Andy does not want to talk about this. Because I, no, I do want keeps, to talk about he it. He keeps digressing. I do want to talk about it. I just have nothing to add to it. I'm uh, like you I in an guess. RPG talk. No, I, I'm God. just going to try to throw anything in there. <laughs> no, uh, no, I do have stuff to weigh on this. I, I'll start yeah. by saying that I think grading is stupid. I, I think the idea of grading in, in general, not even, not even just games, but grading in general to me is stupid because it, it defeats the purpose of the product. Well, and my, my view on grading is this. If you're getting stuff graded, it generally means you care less about the, the function of the product. Well, not just the, not just the function, but like the art aspect of the product and you care more about the monetary side. Right. And the moment you step over that line, you're no longer collecting for the sake of I enjoy this or this. It's I'm collecting for a potential future profit, for a potential future profit for kids or whatever. And mm -hmm. especially when you like seal something in a permanent case so you can no longer read it or play a game. Mm hmm. The game is now useless. It has no value anymore. Exactly. And case in point, Paul has a graded card, a p graded mm -hmm. Pokemon card. Mm -hmm. Well, he can no longer use that card. Yeah. So to me, grading feels almost contradictory to what things are made to do. It's it's purely a monetary game. Yeah. Or, <laughs> no in pun a, intended. Or, <laughs> or an ego boost. Because some people will... Yeah, and this is... Okay, I suppose I got to backstep a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. So there is... I suppose a secondary thing is people will get it to be like, well, look what I have. Mm -hmm. I have the only one that's graded at X and it's in this condition and it becomes a way of bragging. And at that point, it's like, get the fuck over yourself. Who cares? <laughs> so I, I, no, no, no. I see where you guys are coming from. And I do agree that you start to kind of see it more as a collectible. You start to see it as an investment versus what it was. You take grading a video game. Well, guess what? Now that game is encapsulated in plastic and it's graded. You can no longer play that game. Right. It's, it will no longer come out of that case. You get a comic book graded. You can no longer read that comic book anymore. You, <clears throat> to me, you get a card graded. You can still look at it. You can still enjoy it. It's still doing the same thing. You can't play it. You're Do you talking... imagine shuffling a deck with a with a fucking giant case in it? Like that, that's no, what I mean. it's, yes. I okay. From that perspective, yes. But if yes. you're taking things like a baseball card or right. a football or a basketball card, obviously you can still enjoy it because it's still See, you I, still have the image. Sports memorabilia, I suppose, falls into a but, different type of category. But I would never, I, I would never fault anybody for grading their their stuff if that's what they want to do with it and it brings them happiness then by all means then do it i i can i can see your point i can guarantee you that there are some people who enjoy getting stuff graded now if there are some people who are grading stuff only to but score are they, a profit uh, but again are they enjoying it because they enjoy they enjoy having the stuff graded or do they enjoy getting it graded because it's an ego boost I think, well, I mean, we kind of collected I mean, the NES collection for an ego boost. It's, yeah, I was no, say, he collected no them because he wanted to play. Them. It's no different. <laughs> yeah, it's true. no different than people wanting to collect games, and when they find like 
a diamond in the rough or they find that game that they've been looking for for a long time, that's not necessarily an ego boost. That's just you want that. And if you have a, a game or a card or a comic that is graded super high, it's like, you know what? I have that book. I have that card. But it is in immaculate shape. It can't be better than this. Like, I'm super happy with this. Yeah, I, I just... suppose I, I feel the same way Like because I have Panzer Dragoon Saga and I bought it for 400 so to me, that feels like an ego boost. Like I have a lot of very rare games, yeah. but you, but I can still play them. You I would suppose. still use it, so I it have. still I've, has I've played, the played. usable yeah. value. Whereas I think a lot of like a lot of the stuff for grading, it's nothing to do with being able to use the product anymore. Right. It's it's a profit means. Personally, mm. okay. Here's here's my here's my take on on this. But before we move on, is that there are certain things. It, like sports cards comic books i can see getting those graded because at least with like okay comic books yeah you may not be able to read them anymore but there's other ways that you can view the comic books that you could read them I they're suppose. they're collected yeah. in trade paperbacks they're collected in these large omnibus collections cards you can still look at them you can still enjoy them you can still shuffle through them if you have like a stack of graded cards like you can still do that the video games i do not believe in grading video games because mm -hmm. it literally takes away the reason that that product existed was to interact with it to tell a story to play it to have fun with it but then you how no do you why why are comic books different then because the moment you get a comic book graded, it's sealed. You're no longer able to read it. Therefore, it's no longer got its intended purpose. So, because that is... But that's... that's the, no, no, you're no, holding no. a standard for video games no, that I'm comic not. books violates, too. No, it doesn't. Because And here's and here is why. is You take a perfect example, like Panzer Dragoon Saga. You seal that game, well, okay, we'll just play it on another collection. Wait a minute. What other, what other collection do you play that game on? You don't. There's no other way to play that game anymore. With a comic book, if I want to take like uh, a first appearance of Gambit, which was what, Uncanny X Men two sixty six, although that's kind of a uh, comic book people they <laughs> they they tend not agree with that. But Uncanny <laughs> X Men two sixty six first appearance of Gambit. Well, guess what? Marvel has released a a True Believers or or like a like a reprint of this comic it's been reprinted it's been put into omnibus collections that have hundreds of issues um collected in a single trade there are other ways to read that comic book you don't have to read that individual copy in order to still enjoy it i can make the same argument for most video games then too so yes you could Through emulation yes we're well, not could. just emulation but if how many different like like Atari collections and th things like that have come out where companies take, well, you know, we're really re-releasing this game in this digital collection and stuff like that. So, so like, then, so then it would be the same thing. Then, okay, then my my opinion would change. Then that, okay, maybe video game. No, like the ones you can't get that any you can't other get way. anymore. Don't don't go through that. But yeah. if you can still get them in collections or play remakes or remasters, I mean, or like, on collections. <laughs> great example, Mario. How many different? Uh, how many different like systems and digital versions has that been put onto? Hmm. Well, and that, and that actually, and that's that was a good, that's a good that's, segue. That segues <laughs> Kevin with a, with a rare win. Yeah. <laughs> so what ended up happening is that okay, so obviously everybody knows that with the pandemic the way that it is, a lot of people had a lot of time 
to themselves because they were stuck in their. Houses. I'd argue this started even oh, before geez, that. Oh, jeez! Well, no, because <laughs> they had to have they had to have started picking this stuff up even before then. So my guess is it probably started a couple of years ago, but didn't hit ahead until last year. Maybe, but there is no doubt that it made it, it worse that it yeah. exacerbated yes. things because of being being but stuck like inside. I said it, it, this has probably been in the works for a while probably so but people said considering the way grading companies work this has been in, in the works. well we're not even talking about grading at, at this point well i know yet. but th- but that's just but people part of it. people were playing more video games they got around to playing the games that they had never had time to do they bought games that they didn't know existed or that they said hey you know what i've always wanted to play this i'm not spending money on driving to work i'm not spending money on gas like hey i've got this extra money to burn may as well buy that game that i wanted so then all of a sudden you started seeing drastic increases in in the price of video games Mm -hmm. i i know at the time ps3 of all systems, like was one of the ones that just completely shot yeah. up. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, because I mean, those are ones where you can't play them anywhere else. You yes. really can't emulate yeah. them very, very mm-hmm. successfully. Because I still the don't that... think they've emulated it because of their weird well, D, yeah, DC whatever I'm, the fuck. No, no, no. Uh, uh, because it was because of the cell processor and the way the oh, the computations right. work on the <clears> PS3. <throat> there are PC emulators for it. I don't know how good they are, but there are mm-hmm. emulators. But there has been no like PS3 to like PS4 like yeah, not really. you can't play most of those games on the newer stuff so no, yeah. not at all so what people were doing is they were spending more money on video games but then what other people started doing was that people started getting like they started sending in their cards to PSA they started sending in their comics to CGC and they said hey you know what I'm going to get this graded because now like why don't I just do that so uh, PSA got absolutely pounded and inundated with all of these these requests for um, for cards and grading. They actually had to shut down their operation for a while just to catch up with the backlog. Oh, that's right. They, because yeah, they, they, were, they were so far behind because they were getting so many new submissions and all that stuff. Uh, VGA, the uh, video game suppose, authority... Yeah, when you have the time was, to actually look through your collection. Yeah, uh, VGA was another one who they are no longer accepting new um, submissions because they have to catch up on their backlog of... So all of this, these grading services started getting just absolutely slammed because people had nothing else to do, so they just sent in their, their stuff. Um, and there were people who saw the potential that, okay... Video games are starting to go for a lot of, of yeah. money. Grading has never been more popular than it is now. So let's combine the two. And you started seeing things, I think it was just last year, where you it, it started with, um, what is it, Super Mario Brothers, a yeah, sealed so there's, copy. There's been a couple of different records set within the last like year. The, the sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers went for $30,000. Mm-hmm. It was because it was a rare version. It was sealed and and it was a really nice box. It was it was perfect. It was it was good. So it sold for that. And then everybody thought, oh, okay, well there's there's no way to tell where the ceiling is here. So collectibles are are going to be just going up. So may as well jump on the bandwagon now before it's you can't catch up to it anymore. And then um, what was the next game that uh, there was it a uh, Link? Adventure of Link? Uh, no, it was uh, um, Zelda. Yes, it was. Uh, okay. It was yeah. the Legend of Zelda, a sealed copy of it that was graded by a video game uh, grading service called Wada Games, sold for eight hundred and seventy thousand dollars. And people were like, 
holy crap, that game is actually worth that much if it's graded in this condition? So some people's eyebrows were raised a little bit. I think for the most part, more people were starting to think like, oh, okay, well, maybe maybe this is like, okay, the, the next thing is grading video games and these iconic titles. Like, okay, maybe the, there is some money in it. Then the next one was Super Mario 64. Yep. A Jesus. sealed copy <laughs> of Super Mario 64 sold by Heritage Auctions, graded by Wada Games, sold for 1.56 million. Ridiculous. The collectors all started going, wait just a damn minute here. This game is not rare. We do not care if this game is in immaculate shrink wrap, if it's still sealed. This yeah. game sold millions upon millions of copies. There are probably... This, it wasn't... Uh, did the N64 have pack-ins? There were... No, it was never a pack-in. Well, I didn't think well, so. Pack-ins, no, but there were store bundles. I th There may have been store bundles. Because I, I remember there was a deal when... Um, I think it was my little sister got the N64. But it was... Mario came... She got Mario for almost free with it. Oh, okay. So, but but it was... It, it but yeah, was it was definitely, not in the box no, like the original. it was yes. definitely a launch title. It was not... Yeah, it was not in the box. But collectors were saying... Yeah. As, as we're seeing all Sorry. these... Even non-collectors were like, bullshit. Well, no, because, and this is why I also hate the media, too, when they portray this. Because they see, oh, wow, video games are the next big thing. Uh, this super rare copy of Super Mario 64 sold for $1.56 million. And it's like, all of us are, are, are saying, wait a minute. Wait just a minute. Why is this game going for this much? Yeah. Like, go. I'm just kind of looking at, like, what loose prices are for some of these. Like... Legend of Zelda Loose is right now going for $30. Okay. Yes. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, $10 and some change. You will get Super Mario 64, $27 loose. Yes. Like, even boxed, like, some of these games aren't breaking, like, 200 okay. No. So, in here, this will show you how absurd this is. July 10th of 2020. A copy of Super Mario Brothers goes for $114,000. Oh, right, yes. November 23rd, 2020. A copy of Super Mario Brothers 3 goes for $156,000. Then April 2nd of 2021, a copy of Super Mario Brothers sells for $660,000. July 9th of 2021, copy of Zelda goes for $870,000. And then by July 11th, Mario 64 goes for the 1.56. Yes. Ridiculous. That Those jumps are absurd. Yes. It was in 12 they're, yeah. like <laughs> The jumps are too absurd, are too huge. And what we are not knowing is basically who the owner is that's selling these games. Mm -hmm. Now, we don't know who the buyer is who's actually, like, is money actually being exchanged? Is it being, is it actually being sold? Or are these games just going for this much to try to boost up sales of like people getting their their games graded by WADA or selling mm -hmm. their stuff through heritage auctions. Well I know just talking like amongst ourselves, mm -hmm. not not on here, but like I remember one of the things you had mentioned is just like who the fuck even is WADA? Like yeah. WADA just seemingly came out of nowhere they literally... and said they were the foremost authority on yeah. this. And it's like people were like that was who the fuck are yeah. you? That was always my biggest gripe is the fact and, and I knew what they were doing from the start when they started teaming up with Heritage because mm -hmm. Heritage said we will only sell games that are officially graded by WADA because they are the the leading grading expert of video yeah. games. And I thought, where did VGA go? Like yeah. why 
why did VG, yeah. VGA stop? Like VGA has been around since 2008, or they they had already been around for over a decade at that point. Right. right. Like why is WADA all of a sudden the authority on on grading, and why do they know more than anybody else does? Like the 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 kid who founded WADA Games. I mean, he's like a 20, 21-year-old, 22-year-old. Like, he's he's just a young kid. Like, I mean, yeah. how does he know more about graded video games than than the next guy? When Especially Wada when started grade... in 2018. Well, they... So there was talk, I think they <laughs> Professional were, service in yes, 2018. Yes, their professional service started in 2018. But then you started seeing all of these these auctions going for the these exorbitant amount of prices. And the the, the constant was always... It was Heritage Auction House, and, and it was Wada grading them. And every time they brought in some kind of like authority, or there was a, a, a story published on the media, um, online, or anything like that, they always uh, spoke back or harkened back to Wada as like, oh well, Wada experts say this and they say that, and and it's like, why them? Why is nobody talking about? VGA. Why is that makes like, it even fishier? Yeah. So then, just recently, a copy of Super Mario Brothers, which for all intents and purposes, probably the same copy that has that sold for thirty thousand, that sold for one hundred and fourteen thousand, yeah. that sold for five hundred and sixty thousand. It's probably the same damn copy, <laughs> but this one ended up selling for over two million dollars. Yeah. And again. Then that was when the the collectors like the Carl Jobs the the other people started saying okay all right th enough's enough we need to start looking into this because none of this is making sense all these other people are saying like oh yeah this is the investment to be in like I'm so glad that I got into this on the ground floor it's like you guys are not video game players you're not video game collectors you guys are investment people who are already rich who are looking for the next get rich quick scheme it, 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 it reminds it, me a lot of like the modern modern day uh comic book bubble not yes just, not just that yes this is yeah. the exact same thing that happened when cryptocurrencies first showed up yeah yeah mm -hmm. i must say because even now uh trying to find like hard drives is really difficult is it really well, yeah and oh, graphics cards oh, because, too. graphics cards yeah. oh because people are uh they're buying them just stuff. to yeah. find these fucking dumbass. Uh, to be yeah. honest i still don't i still can't I, I, fathom I can't, how this works i can't put my brain around it I, it doesn't make sense it, to me to me cryptocurrency it's makes made no of bullshit like all money Right. Well, crypto cryptocurrency makes no sense to me because it's literally like just data. You say you say, oh, I have like I have five Bitcoin. It's like okay, show it to me. Well, I it's it's on the computer. It's not real. It's like it's like stocks. Stocks yeah. are the yeah. same thing. Kind of. I, but it's, I have this, but like, well, where is it? Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's not physical. Like somebody created it. Like they made it up in twenty twelve. What do they, what do they and, call it? Is that liquid? It's liquid assets or something like that. No, I li can't, no can't liquid assets it. is like you have that in like like you could grab it like tomorrow that's liquid yeah uh, there was a name for stuff like this like stocks and stuff where it's it, it's it's real but mm. not real you yeah. know and i i can't remember what the name of it is uh, it was uh, something i learned in economics fucking, yeah i don't how, how long was high school for us 20 God, years yeah. ago i don't remember yeah but but anyways with the two million dollar copy of mario that sold then people started looking into it and then they found out that okay our our thoughts of this when it for, when they first started doing this, um, it basically confirmed what we thought was going on is that there was always a 
there was always the the uh, the link between heritage auctions, WADA games, and the, the two were always together. Well, then you found out that one of the... So WADA games started in 2018. A lot of the games that they were grading were the ones that were only sold through Heritage. Well, Heritage was formed by a guy named Jim Halperin, who, <laughs> when WADA was first formed, what yeah. they didn't list was that he was actually the president of WADA games. Of course. And so one of their one of WADA's big things is that oh they stand by their integrity and that they're they're integrity based where if any of our employees they cannot get games graded if they do get games graded they are not allowed to sell them Which, on the that's, market that cracked me up they our employees can't get stuff graded by us. If they do have something graded by, if they do get something graded by us, which already violates rule one, yes, they can't sell it. They can't sell it. Yep. But how can you get it graded by them if it violates rule one? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like yeah, the, it's know. like the laws of AI. Yeah. yeah it's... <laughs> What's always the number one rule? Do no harm to human, right? Mm-hmm. And somehow the, that that con- that contradictory rule where if he's in danger, you have to hurt something or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if it's hu- yeah, like it doesn't make sense. That's, that's, because I think there was a big there was a big thing about um, he was buying games that were graded by WADA. But basically, he's setting the grade of it. Yes, and I know that was a big, a big so kerfuffle. yeah. So so I don't know if he was necessarily the one who was grading the games. Somebody, somebody, somebody but somebody inside yeah. there. But but he basically, had an invested interest in the, in them being. But basically, graded. he being the president, obviously he was getting preferential treatment through WADA, getting games mm-hmm. graded super quickly, and being able to turn them around and sell them through Heritage Auctions. But when you are the one who is setting the price. Then you start getting all of these other people who are trying to sell their games through Heritage Auctions, or you're getting um, them wanting to get their games graded through WADA Games. And what WADA's cost, like what they charge for games getting graded, is that you whatever the game grade ends up being, you pay, I think it's 10% of whatever the game would be valued at. Get the fuck out of here! Or so, they, or would they help you sell it and they get yes. that percentage so out they of get a final. cut. Yeah. Well, that's that's well, heritage, heritage auction. No, no, Wada will help you sell oh, stuff oh, too through heritage. That, oh, I didn't so realize that. It's they one do of those that. things where it's like, like you can go through them, you get it graded, and if you need to help with selling it, they can help you sell it. So if you get like get something graded and it's worth a hundred thousand. They want you to pay them ten thousand dollars to get that. That is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. But if you sell that game, it's worth at least a hundred thousand dollars. So you're making you're making your money back regardless. But that's just like our whole thing. Of this thing is only worth something when you sell it. Bingo. Who's gonna buy that? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's part of what's going on is why the the, the prices are fishy because who's gonna pay two million for a copy of Mario Brothers when they're co- yeah. Because Mario Brothers is that's Mario Brothers has got to be one of the most common games. Forty million copies of that game <laughs> exist. So not here to mention is forty million physical physical copies. copies. An infinite number of digital copies yeah. exist. So what, that game has no value. <laughs> so what I knew that they were doing is that they were trying to like it, it's obviously outsiders who don't know the inner workings that see it as. And an investment. It's they're trying to propagate a bubble, basically. Yeah. Because you take collectibles like, and I'll, I'll I'll use two examples that you may not be able to speak on, but okay, a 1952, I think it is, Mickey Mantle rookie card. 
it's in graded in a high condition. It can fetch like $6 million, I think, was the last recorded copy. Shit. What people don't realize, there's not many of those in circulation. And in 1952, whatever product that Tops didn't sell or something like that, they destroyed, they them, destroyed right? them. They burned them, I they, think. Uh, I don't, did they or did they mulch them? No, they actually, I think they dumped them in, in like in a, a river or a, or a lake or a, a like... They they just they literally just got rid of them like oh. in any way that they could. Yeah, I thought they used to incinerate stock. <laughs> yeah, but it's like there's not many of those left. That's why that that card goes for that much, and especially in high grade. You take a comic like Action Comics number one came out in 1939, and what was happening in 1939? Oh, I don't know, a little thing called World War Two mm-hmm. that people were then saying, okay, comics are disposable yeah. entertainment. You throw them away when you're done. Well, guess what? We're collecting well, for actually, the war effort. That's why they were they were made out of that pulp, pulp material. Pulp yes. was because they used mm-hmm. the cheapest materials that they could constantly recycle yeah. and reprint yes. new stuff on. And so they said, hey, we need your help. Donate to the war effort. We need all your all your medals, all your paper. Please, please donate so that you can help our 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 people fight. win. How that's actually where the like the the penny pulp like that name comes from is because like pulp comics that's literally what they were made out of. And so, so and mm-hmm. so an article gets sent out about how this this issue of Action Comics number 1 sold for 2.3 million dollars. Yeah, 2.3 million dollars and you're like, "Holy shit, what other comics do I have that could be worth that much?" It's like, yeah. "No. Death and Return of Superman?" It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was Sorry. Death of Superman was Death of Superman was literally like that was that was the start of the bubble. I would say bursting. that's the most infamous yeah. uh, most infamous ones. Yeah. So, yeah. but then people don't actually take a deep dive and say, "Okay, it's because this came out during the war." A lot of these copies were either donated or were thrown away, and there's just not many copies left. There's, I think, there's or they like, were in places that got fucking where they destroyed. got destroyed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so, so there's actually, I want to say, there's like between twenty six and fifty like copies of it known to exist, yeah. like at all, which is why it goes for that much. So I feel like they're taking these games. Like the really iconic ones, the Legend of Zelda, the Super Mario Brothers, because they say, oh, well, it doesn't get much more iconic than Super Mario Brothers. This game single-handedly brought video games back from the brink after the notorious crash of 1983, which is true. But as a result, the game is not rare at all. It is common as can be. Which is why I'm curious. Why doesn't this happen with something like stadium events or panic restaurants how about how about about et for the atari i mean they destroyed how many copies in that land yeah Yeah, but there's still yeah but there's still a lot of copies out there yeah but could you imagine a pristine copy of et in the box sure yeah that would have value even if it's only an artistic look what the hell happened and Mm -hmm. considering it's a piece of video game history yeah like, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't ET. Basically, like they consider that the linchpin for the the yep. market, the game crash. For the game crash, yep. Yeah. They single-handedly will say that that was the game that was responsible, even though there was there was, there was a shit. There was yeah. a glut of other like bad games, like the Pac-Man. Yeah, uh, Pac-Man port. Yeah, Pac-Man port on Atari that um, was guilty of that too. But but yes, ET will take the full brunt of causing the video game crash it's one of those things where it's the face of the problem like mario is so, the face of the revival mm-hmm. it's it's just one of those it, because it's the easiest targets. yeah so it's like i feel like they were taking games like that when the real collectors who they would probably want to try to draw in it's like 
yeah, if you're going to say, like, this game goes for this much, it's like, it better be a copy of Stadium Events. Mm-hmm. It better be a copy of Little Samson. Yeah, it, that's it, the other it, it better be a copy of, of Stack Up. It, it's yeah. got to be something that it's like, oh, yeah, there can't be that many copies of that around. But when Or it's, ones like... Um, that were exclusive. What was the one that was exclusive to Blockbuster? The the Flintstones. Flintstones Surprise oh, Dinosaur. Something yeah. like that, where it was exclusive yeah, to a Dinosaur single Peak. retailer, yeah. where there can't be that many copies. Of no, that exactly. Anymore. So when especially you see, to stack up because that requires Rob. Yes. And Rob mm-hmm. is a harder and harder to get peripheral now. Even the, even is. the Power Glove is yeah. becoming harder and harder to get. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine. Well, see, but then you have games like the ones that are exclusively for the Power Glove that really aren't. They're not they, really they worth really anything. Go, yeah, they don't really go for anything. Yeah, so yeah. it's like it's weird because even rarity itself doesn't really mean a whole lot mm-hmm. in the video game world. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, I mean, the collectors could see, like, okay, why are these games going for this much? And then that's when everything led back to, to WADA. Jim Halperin was president of WADA, <laughs> yet he Halperin. was the founder of Heritage Auctions. <laughs> and then, upon deeper diving, they found that, okay, this was actually something that he has been known to do before in the past, where there was a coin-collecting bubble that started in the 80s where coins saw this meteoric rise where big companies um, started um, investing in coins because they thought that this was going to be like the next big thing, Mm -hmm. and then they were building it up higher than it should have been. And then all of a sudden, the coin bubble just burst. And even though it's kind of like it's ebbed and flowed, like all there's always going to be like someone that collects. Stocks, yeah, yeah, there's always going to be somebody that collects it. But you, you, it ebbs and flows around, like, like at this point. But it, it will never hit the point where it was in the '80s. It has never fully recovered. And they did an investigation into Jim Halperin, and sure enough, the the SEC fined him like 1.2 million because he was the one who perpetrated this and trying to build up the value of coins more than they should have been. And so he was actually found guilty of that. And what are we seeing now? We're seeing so many. It's literally the exact same thing. It's over literally the exact same bubble. So it's like, oh yeah, who better to do? Who better? Who knows better of bubbles than this guy who's already caused one? And yeah. this also makes it weirder. So, in July of this year, Wada Games was also bought by someone. That's fishy to me. It sounds like they were, and again, opinion. So it's it's not anything, but it's, it sounds like when in investors like invest in a company just right before it's about to sell isn't like invest isn't that inside it, trading it's a form of investment fraud well yeah. so here's the thing though is i think and i at least I, to I will, my understanding yes it, it, it was me, true it's, it's so i want to say it's under the umbrella that is the same grading company that does sports cards psa yes, they do they are the ones and i'm pretty sure that like until it can be proven I think that they're innocent in this because I think they just saw that there was a market for grading video games and they wanted in on that and they decided, okay, so this is our best way to do it. It's and we're gonna The we're company gonna do that this. bought Wada Game was, was Collector's Universe. Collectors they Universe. They grade yeah. coins, collectible cards, and other memorabilia. They've yeah. already got an invested eye on all of this stuff. Yeah. So they I at this point, they saw that Wada was getting so much more work. I guarantee you it was more than just but I, buy them. But right? I but I can tell you right now too is that they ever since they announced that they that Collectors Universe was purchasing Wada, 
there hasn't been any more talk about it because I bet you when they had to buy WADA, WADA oh, had to start... Oh, like the, they, they have to be investigated. WADA had to start providing, like, okay, how many copies, or how many oh. 9.8s have you graded? How many, because like, Collector's yeah, Universe yeah. does a lot with population reports. Right, right, and I know... Wow, yeah. and I didn't realize... So, I, okay, maybe my ire towards Collector's Universe is a little... They've been around since 1986. They have. So, okay, they've got a reputation yes. for being good in... in good. They, they, so, keep, they keep great books. That's why I said I, I do not think that they actually had any knowledge of this beforehand, that it was as rotten on the inside. But see, and then this, this is another thing that concerns me. So, from 1999 to 2021, they were a publicly traded company. 2021, they became a private company. They're no longer publicly traded. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, wow. How do you do that? Wouldn't you have to buy all of the you basically stock from people? Yeah, you you basically snatch stock. up every stock you can get to get control. Mm-hmm. But you would have to buy them from the people that have them. Yeah. yeah. At, at, yeah. A, at a set price. Yeah. Or it's right, like right, right. usually whatever the stock is plus 10% or something like that. Good God. Yeah. That's, that's so that insane. seems a little weird to me. But uh, what's his face? He made right. a he made a joke about it, but uh, and Elon Musk was actually sued for it, but he uh, he made a 420 joke because he obviously he's a big uh, pot user. Yeah. And he said that the moment that his uh, that his stocks hit like 420 a share or something like that, he was going to take the the company private again. And so then it drove up prices of his stocks. And then the SEC said, um, you just you just influenced you just trading. influenced trading in this company. So guess what? You're going to be fine for this. Yeah. All so because like, was, what's a fine? Oh, because him? he was joking. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, but he's got money to piss out his he ass. Does. Who gives a shit? I, if I had that kind of money, I'd be yeah. saying stupid shit all the time and just throwing some throwing some coin at it. Oh, to, for to sure, for but sure. I about to say you had mentioned. Did you touch on the population? Report I did. Thing? I did not. Yeah, that's so, actually because for, for people yeah. who don't understand what population reports are, here so, you go. So population reports are what keep the collectible. Basically, what keeps it honest? It keeps and what track keep, it keeps, of what's been graded. It keeps its value where it's at because, and in the case of like PSA grading cards, you have it could be given a score anywhere from like one to ten, ten being the best and the hardest to achieve, and one being pretty much the lowest because I don't think you can get a zero. Maybe you can get a zero point five. That thing's got to be. It's got to be really junky. And why would you grade it in that case? <laughs> Um, Just to say you have a zero? (laughs) Yeah. But basically, you have... So they keep population reports. So every card that is graded, they have a population of what that card is. How many were were graded as Gem Mint 10? How many were graded as a Mint 9? How many were graded as an 8, as a 7, as a 6? So when you see, okay, the price of, uh, of a card that is in an 8 condition versus a card that's in 10 the value just shoots up like hugely and you're like why is this so why why is the value so different for something so small and and minute so is my understanding is something that's an eight means that there are only 110 better than this a nine means there's only like six better than this yeah well no so so what okay so what you look at the population reports and you see okay there are two thousand in a grade of eight okay then you go to a grade of nine and you find that there's only like 500 that have been graded as a nine so a 1500 difference then you go to a 10 and you find that there's only like 10 of those that have been graded that high okay so it's like okay there's a hell of a lot more eights than there are tens right so guess what i'm going to pay a premium or i'm going to pay more trying to fetch or to get my my 10 on ebay or whatever your okay. your 
your trading thing is because it doesn't um, get better than that because it doesn't get better than that and because there's so few of them okay what no go ahead finish what you're saying because there's so few of them you know that okay there's less in the population so therefore it keeps its rarity because hey there's only 10 of these out in the wild like in in like that are known to exist right now okay so like i'd have one little caveat with the the there's nothing better than a 10 because like each company their 10 is wildly different standards mm -hmm. there is no universal standard for grading and this is where well, i have an issue with grading well and that's in general. yes and that's where you have to tr really just kind of trust what they're doing because they are there is a human element to grading because right. it's it's a human grading something. So yeah. by if nature, if I catch you on a bad day and you're grading my thing, you could give me a lower score. Than so when by you're, nature, when you're on a good day, it is which very is yeah. So by nature, it is very subjective. But what keeps it honest is the population reports. Right. All of these grading companies, CGC, PSA, yeah, they, put, they out put out their population reports. So if I have a graded card, mm -hmm. I can look up the population report and see okay. I have uh, this card in a nine, and there are currently two thousand of them out in the in that have been graded. Yeah, yeah. Through there, so I know that okay, this card has been printed a million times, but there's only two thousand in this condition. I've got a pretty rare card. So I'm assuming if if more grade nines pop up, the value of yours drops. Obviously, it goes down because okay. then there's more there's of them. More of them. there's more of them available gotcha, for people to gotcha. get. So Wada. For some reason, which I do not understand because it would legitimize everything that they're doing, absolutely refuses to publish population reports so, okay. for their games. I read a little bit on this. Apparently, they're claiming that for legal reasons, they cannot put one out for Wrong. X number of years. Wrong. Which is, that's <laughs> like, it's being contested by like, Everyone, Everybody. they're like, there's no legal requirement that says, that says you can't. The only re like the reason people can think that they're they're hemming and hawing at this is because it would reveal a bunch of circle trading within their company. Basically, correct. It would incriminate them. Yes, yes. It would. You, you don't, you can't legally. They're the do ones is incriminate yourself. So they're the ones. Well, except for in trading, you can. They're the ones no, selling the games, and potentially what they may be doing is they're giving themselves these really high grades, right. buying their own product back. Well, there might just be like a a fake thing between them and, and Heritage. Yeah, oh, yeah. We put oh, this sure. up, mm -hmm. and we say it's sold for X amount, we get it back, we put it back up for the higher price to try to get it to sell again, and yeah. we inflate the price. Well, but what, but what that ends up doing, though, is that it causes more people to try to say, oh, hey, I've got that same game. I'm going to send it to WADA. Well, guess what? That game, they can make a that, Mario, that, that Mario, uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers sealed copy, if you have one and you get it graded, well, guess what? Now you're paying $10,000 to get it graded through WADA yeah. or whatever. And if you want it, it, more people want to sell their stuff through Heritage. So it's like, oh, okay, well, then I'll sell it through Heritage because they made $2 million from their auction. So obviously their auction is really good and, mm -hmm. and I can make a lot of money from it. Well, they take a 10% buyer's fee. <laughs> and then they, on top of that, take, I, or no, it's a 10% seller, like whoever is selling it, they get 10% of whatever the cost is. And then there's a buyer's premium on top of that. So they're they're double dipping on each side from both yeah. the seller and the buyer's side. So, so they have nothing but 
basically everything to gain yeah. from this. So now, you got your card graded, right? Yes. Do they tell you why it gets the grade it does? Like, do I, they give you, like, some form of thing that says, this is why you got so such I'm and pretty, such? So I'm pretty sure that PSA does that, although I, I don't know for sure. But I do know that, that VGA, the Video Game, uh, video game, video <laughs> game Authority, who was the first grader of video games, they will, upon request, if you ask them for why did my game get this grade, they'll tell you where the flaws were. See, I feel like that should almost just be standard on every grade. Why well, say no? Why? Why I did don't know, you get the grade? Well, I know yeah, some companies sure if... will send you an email saying you lost points for X, Y, and Z, and they'll mark. They'll mm -hmm. have like they'll take like an image of it and they'll circle on the the, well, the I picture can... and say there, there was damage here and discoloration here. Crease. And see, well, and and that's the thing with with my uh, the pokemon card that i got graded when i was actually uh putting it into the um the, no 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 when i was putting it into the sleeve to uh, basically because you have to have it in this like certain card protector to send to yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. psa um i looked at the back of it and you know how with with uh, po uh pokemon cards like it's all blue but then there's it'll like chip. specks of white and yeah, stuff like that chip off there were specks of white and i'm like uh -huh. i don't think that this is going to be a, a a gem mint 10 Right, but maybe right. I'll get a, a higher grade, like, but I don't think that it's possible to get a 10. So when I actually got it back as a 9, I'm like, this is exactly what I was expecting it to be. I knew Probably it because of the chipping. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was chipping that just basically happens right out of the pack. I mean, that's because God, that's, that's how it that's how it comes off the factory line. Yeah. Because so. that, that brings up the point that you, were, you guys were talking about before is... They, they have a very weird disparity between what their grading entails because mm -hmm. one thing was graded a nine, but then something in clearly better condition was rated an eight. Well, yes. and not just that, but like, and that's Wada, especially yeah. in, in the case of like Pokemon cards. So when it comes off the print, there's no guarantee that it's not going to be. It's, it won't even be a ten off the print. Yeah, no, exactly. So like, that's it's, why it's, it's super hard to get a ten. And that's yeah. why I think like the the, the grading is just bullshit mm -hmm. because. If I can literally yeah, get but... one from the brand new from the factory, no one other than me has ever touched it, and it doesn't get a ten, there's something wrong with the way the grading is done. <laughs> See, and to me, I feel the exact opposite. Is that that's that's, that's why tens are so impressive to see either in a comic book or in a uh, it was just perfect in a from inception because it was perfect <laughs> and it just it but everything it, just happened just right and sure enough but it, like that, that's but see like getting a ten on and something like that is like okay it's been out in the wild it's done like that's I I accept getting tens and stuff like that but like like in my example where it's a brand new one hundred percent factory fresh and I can't get a ten. Like, because it's subjective, there's a problem there. Because if every company has a completely different standard by what they're saying each grade level is, mm -hmm. well, then no grade matters because it's like game reviews. Mm. No company uses the same standards for when they're, they're giving a game review, which means game reviews are entirely fucking pointless. Well, it's mm. like you were saying, too. Uh, this will be, I'm sure we haven't alluded to this yet, but... um just the difference between two different people grading. Yeah. Like you had said, it's yeah. subjective. So it's, it's like one guy will see it and not see the crease. The other guy will see the crease. Okay. But, and here's another great thing. So I give you something to grade. You give mm -hmm. it one thing. I give it to Andy. Andy's fucking colorblind. Hmm. 
So, Fuck off! So, so his grading might be completely <laughs> different than what you do because he doesn't see things the way you yeah, do. Yeah, you see the yellowing in the corner? Oh shit, that's just green. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, it's shit like that where like, oh unless if you have individuals who are absolutely fucking immaculate doing the grading, mm-hmm. your grading doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm surprised wow. it doesn't go to like Machines, a, a yeah, couple of people. Point. Like, you know, like yeah, you'll grade it, you grade it, and then I grade and it, the and then take either the average or like basically, yeah. So it basically you get mm-hmm. three objective or three subjective views on it. Yeah. I don't but know if they I, go, at least like for I get, PSA, I don't think that they go through multiple people, but it will go through more than one um one review though. Oh, that's what I would assume. So they'll so they'll actually take like they'll 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 take a look at the grade, they'll assign it a, a grade, and then later on in their process they'll actually review it again just to make sure that there wasn't any like this is what it was. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. To yeah. verify. Well, and the, but see, and the worst thing with that is like, say something happens to it in between. Right. Well, I was thinking about see, that. Like, what happens if your card gets just somehow it bends in transit? You know so I mean? basically, you insure the card yes. before before you even submit it. Is yeah. that um and and the yeah, grading they, company will actually say like, what do you value this card at? And so I actually valued the card at thinking it was going to get a nine, and so I said it's valued at this much. So if something happened and that card didn't come back, or it it I saw that there was a chip in it or something like that. Um, that wasn't there to begin with. It's like then I can well, and see, and that's the other thing, and then is they'll like, in, they'll give me the value of what it would have been at that. And see, at, that also brings that. up another thing: is like you better be damn sure you have one hundred percent photographic proof of every aspect of whatever you're grading. There's yeah, there's because, a lot of trust in it because yeah. otherwise, mm-hmm. like you could send it, maybe you don't get the same thing back. Uh, it's that was one of the things that I was worried about too. Is the so fact like they that took they yours in and then just I was they were get like a different card. They, yeah. they took yours in, said it looks similar to this one, and just sent you a different one yeah. that was already graded back. You don't know. That's well, what I would be afraid of too, especially sending in some of these co- like pristine game copies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is like the, how, especially if they're being shady already. How already, are you just yeah. like, huh? I'm this one's you. better than our best swapsies yeah like, yeah exactly and that's Whoa. i like unless yeah. i'm watching the person grade my stuff i don't know i could ever trust anyone that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying like it seems so weird to send something in i would rather give it to them in person you know what mm-hmm. i mean like that i would only trust them. well that's why when i oh when God. i did it i actually gave it to them in person that's and okay they, cool, and, they, cool. and they graded on site that was yeah that was i went to a sport yeah shut up dude what? What's happening? It's picking up on It will not pick up any... Well, now that you have I, pointed it out. I farted, everybody. A happy damn. We have PTG fart cast. We have to Passing the gas fart cast. Oh, my God. Oh. Now you're but, smelling with power. No, but... Uh, that's, but anyways, yes. Yeah, I, I submitted on site, and they graded on site, and I okay. had I actually had to go back to the convention to pick it up as well. So, I mean, I know that that, that card never left... The convention grounds. Okay, basically, that's that's good. Mm-hmm. I can see. Yeah, that. but yeah. and but see, and that's my thing. Yeah, like when you send it to a place that's in a different state. Yeah, and you don't have that sort of security. It's like, well, and I just and I just worry, like, and that's why it, I got it graded because I like the fact that I was in control of it and de- delivered it to them myself. Yeah, I worry about sending stuff through the mail because then it's like, well, what happened? Like. What if something in happens transit, in the package? If what if it gets damaged like, on the way there? It's like, okay, well then, what 
what happens then. Yeah. Kind of like it's damaged by the person who's inspecting it. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where it's like, mm-hmm. you never know, like, if they're already being shady about one aspect, how much other stuff are they screwing people over on? But, but this is the... Or because yeah. they don't like you because of how many different things you've gotten graded, <laughs> they give you a lower score. I don't think... This guy sure has a lot of nines. I don't... Yeah, I don't yeah, know I don't if know they... they do I don't know if they do that, though. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. But it's possible. No, yeah, maybe. It just seems like such a... a it's a an, an industry <laughs> thing that's su- in such an infancy mm-hmm. that it still seems... I don't it's, know. It's hard. It's to hard me. to. It's hard to trust it, but yeah. at the same time, but that's why you have to have transparency yeah. from the get go. Right, right. This is why it should all be handled like Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you go in person. You scan in a line. Some old guy looks at your thing, gives it the once over, and talks about some random history about a piss you, pot. And actually, <laughs> that that reminds me too. Is so. <laughs> <laughs> there was obvious collusion that was going on oh as well, God. too, because the first time that the game was graded or something like that, or, or uh, no, I think they, so you guys watch, uh, uh, or you, you know of a show called, um, what is it, Pawn Stars? Oh, yes, yes absolutely. So obviously Pawn oh, Stars. The experts, they call Yes, yeah, so Pawn Stars actually had yeah. a, a graded copy of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out that somebody brought in and they brought in an expert who ended up being One of the guys Dennis Khan, who was the, the founder of WADA Games mm. as their expert. And he said that this uh, this game, I would expect in this condition, which is weird because the game was graded by WADA. And I'm like, yeah, your, your CEO of WADA is your expert? Like, <laughs> come on. Come on! And then he said, I could expect this to fetch around probably $80,000 at auction. Well, this Carl Jobst looked and he found that after that appearance that the game would sell for $80,000. Well, that car went for exactly that. It went for exactly 80000 at an auction. It's like He has the receipts and everything. Yeah, and it's like, wait a minute. That's an awfully spot-on guess, yeah, Jackass. how did you do that? And so they also had... Granted, um, yes, Pawn Stars and shit, like, reality I don't, I don't trust Pawn Stars. Yeah, I don't trust Pawn Stars. Hence yeah. why, like, their experts are yeah. already, like, that quick to get in. Yeah. I mean, you in look reality, at... if you called an expert, they'd be like, yeah, I can come... X day at X time. I'm not mm-hmm. coming right now. Yeah. I mean, that's just like that Storage Wars show. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was staged. Where they'll put, yeah, yeah they'll, they'll put, put shit in the plants in there. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. how, how because often most, are you just going to. Because most of the time. started crap. Yeah. Because most of the time, you're going to open up the, the storage locker and there's just going to be junk. Just yeah. junk upon junk. <laughs> was it, wasn't it Storage Wars where they found like a Nintendo system and they thought they were going to get like, like $400 for it or some shit? No. Guy thought he had ten thousand dollars. That's right. It was and some absurd amount. And this is because the average person is not as intelligent as. And, and I, I say this meaning meaning you do not know why something sells for something. Savvy would be the right word. So yes, savvy. So what ended up happening at that point that you're talking about is that a Nintendo system and five games ended up selling. For fifteen thousand dollars, but what? And everybody games? and everybody thought, "Oh my God, I have a Nintendo. What? What? With five games, is that really worth fifteen thousand dollars?" What nobody had what initially said. What five games were they? Well, one of them was Stadium Events. Yeah, that's right. And so this guy found a Nintendo 
And he's like, and I just, I love it because he kept saying it's an NES 001. That's the one that sold for 15000 because that's a first run model. It's like, no, I could flip over that Nintendo right now <laughs> and it's an NES 001. It's like, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. It didn't even have a power adapter for the guy to test the, <laughs> the system to see if it worked. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, that's worth $10,000, right? How much would you pay for it? And he's like, well, um, it, it's not worth ten thousand um, dollars what you're talking about was because the game that came with it was very expensive this doesn't have any games and uh, well you don't seem to have a power cord so I can't really test it so I mean if I had to offer you something for it, I would give you twenty dollars just because <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna work yeah and again the guy's just like oh oh wow he just was like super surprised and it's yeah. like no and that's the reason why people get these ideas in their head like Oh, my Nintendo that's been under Johnny's bed for 20 years, that's worth $15,000. No, it's not. Well, and then, again, it's also one of those things where it's, yeah, outside media not only has an invested interest in getting eyes on them, mm -hmm. they may not, they don't know the ins and outs of everything. Whoever's, you know, writing, videoing, doing anything, they could just be pulling shit out of their ass, or they're pulling information from very biased sources. Mm-hmm. Which, like, then is already skewing what data you're going to be representing. So, like, there are so many, like, steps along the way that can fuck everything up. Well, and back to Pawn Stars. So they, again, had a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers that was graded by WADA, who Gee. they called in the experts, and they tried to sell it, and they said, wow, one has never been found in this condition before. Yeah, and the guy, it was, graded, I think was right? And I think the guy was asking for, like... Um, a million dollars for it because they're like oh yeah we we don't have any idea where the ceiling is for this game so and the the pawn star guys i think they offered him bucks. like no 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 i think they offered him like pawn shop. 20 or thirty thousand dollars and there's they're like yeah we're not gonna go any higher than this and but the guy's like yeah he wanted a million dollars and so it's ironically enough that very copy is, is the, the one that two years later ended up selling for two point something odd million it's like okay really is is it really is this is this for real it, See, it was literally the same copy the same expert coming in and i'm just like why are they calling wada as the experts like yeah video game grading has been going on for a long time why is he all of a sudden the expert at this because yeah. they asserted they were. Yeah. And and you know, unfortunately, people... Say something with enough confidence. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and that's the thing is they, they said it with enough confidence and they had the right people behind them, Heritage Auctions, mm -hmm. that said, yeah, we'll support you. So because they had one well... Re like a company with good reputation behind them, they became the premier. Yeah. Hmm. It's... It's... Fucky. It's... There's something wrong there and... Well, that makes you wonder, like, how can anyone... Like, trust look anything? at that and trust it. No, Why do you think that, I don't trust that, people yeah. in general? <laughs> yeah. No, and, well, and that's, well, and that's the thing. And then you actually brought up a really good point, too, that I never thought of, is, like, if WADA can't be trusted with, like, providing, like, legit grades or whatever it is, what's to stop them from somebody submitting a game and they say, oh, wow, this is in pristine shape? Well, guess what? Our, our copy that's in our inventory or whatever is like is a 7.5 so you know what that's pretty high we'll, we'll give them that instead mm -hmm. that's like, like I don't... Stop them. and then them keeping that copy and right. then saying we've never found one in this condition before like we may never see one again 
<laughs> so it's and well, and I've even questioned that with uh, even just like you know mom and pop shops or going to like you know Salvation Army type mm-hmm. like the stores where you can buy used stuff. There is so much that happens on the back end that you have zero visibility on mm-hmm. that they could be like oh say I go you sell, go to like GameStop to get rid of something. Well, the person that that's working the counter could, you know, pay you for it from the the till, and then slide the thing somewhere where they don't have to put it up, mm-hmm. and then buy it for themselves to turn around and make a profit off. Of it. Oh, sure. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Like oh, I, sure. I know for a fact that that happens at some of like. Oh like, yeah. The, the, our local, our our local GameStop. When I'm they were trying selling... to think of like what the hell the type with the. With... When they were selling um, uh, retro games again, or, or like mm-hmm. um, in twenty whatever that was. What's the other big or, one? Or it was preplayed. No, 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 no. It's... Mega Media Exchange. No, no, no. But they do like the clothes and stuff. It's the Goodwill. Oh, good. Uh, There's good, Goodwill, and what Goodwill. was the other? Oh, uh, oh, uh, Saint Vincent de Paul. There, there we go. That's the yeah. other oh, one. Oh, okay. Where like, like I know for a fact that they were getting stuff in, and the people that were doing the ingesting would be like, they would take the stuff, set it aside. And market to a certain thing and buy it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know GameStop. My older brother worked at GameStop, so like, and I remember hearing that like if they if something rare came in, they would often say, "I'll buy this later." They basically put it, put it somewhere yeah. else and yeah. then just buy it right away. So and mm-hmm. and it's happening at those like secondhand stores. It's to a certain degree, I would assume it's happening at like mom and pop type shops if they know what they're getting Maybe, their hands yeah. on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. If they know what they're getting, yeah. I have a funny anecdote about that one. Right. So Vanderhoff, do you remember? So this was last weekend. Oh, he went yeah. to oh, the gold? Nifty Thrifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. up up uh, the, by us with the sealed Poke Walker. He bought a a sealed uh, Pokemon Heart Gold copy with the with the Poke Walker. Yeah, got it for five fucking dollars. Five dollars. That game yeah. is worth a lot more than that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> How much was that sealed? About like, goes... uh, eleven eighty something. Insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that uh, that's a story you will never hear anymore. That's a unicorn. That's yeah. a unicorn right yeah. there, man. That is mm-hmm. something. He sent me in that the... picture was like, yeah. look what I got. I'm like, no in way. Retro, yeah. <laughs> in retro gaming collecting now, in retro collecting, that's unheard of. Because mm-hmm. most places will research what they have. Well, yeah. and it, it, it really depends. Because like, yeah, if it's a, obviously if it's an older couple or or you know it's older people running the store, they're not going to know as much or care as much with that. But you would still mm-hmm. think that but Pokemon's the, a well-recognized name. Oh, yeah. We'll still look at this. We'll I mean, you could look up for... Yeah, you they, could, they would try to blow up anything Pokemon-related, mm-hmm. you would think. Yeah, yeah, but not necessarily, too. Because some of those places are just so set in their ways, they don't... They I mean, just don't care. Where, where was that place we go? Uh, pre-plates. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they have games that are way overpriced. Oh, especially yeah. Especially when yeah, it came to, they, like, the Pokemon type. They focus mm-hmm. on media. So, like, they well. they they <laughs> specifically research and look at that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have an entire group dedicated to doing nothing but looking for that stuff and pricing it. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So, but, like, an actual, like, mom-and-pop shop... Most of those places aren't going to care. No, no. But that's still that to me. Unless that they blew have, me away. unless yeah. they have some, some a younger generation that knows this stuff and was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you're doing this with that. Because mm-hmm. you'll see it sometimes. You'll go to like some of those like places that sell secondhand stuff, and you can see it's priced, and you're like, yeah, I, I can tell you that old lady behind the counter didn't price this at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, <laughs> no, just kind of a, a little uh, side note that I uh, I remembered <clears throat> about like 
grading and population reports and and stuff. So um, Carl had brought up another uh, great point too, where there was a sealed copy of Spider Man on the Atari for the Atari. Mm that it, it got a really super high grade. I think it was like 9.8 or something like that. So it was like, it, it was immaculate. Yeah, that's, yeah. It sold, <laughs> it, for like it nothing. sold, no, 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 no. <coughs> it sold on Heritage in 2020 for $38,000. Comparatively funny, nothing. And the funny that. thing is, <laughs> like, it's not a rare game. Right. And... Then all of a sudden, he showed that there was like because of that thirty-eight thousand dollars. The price. On then the all of a sudden, yeah. no. Then all of a sudden on Heritage, oh, they yeah. had so many nine-point-eight Spider-Mans, and it's like, wait a minute, you just said that this is like immaculate, immaculate. Yeah, it's, it's rare. How are all these nine-point-eights now coming out? And he said that the the most recent one sold through Heritage for eight hundred and seventy dollars. Oh my God! How do you go? How do you sell a nine point? How do you go from thirty thousand dollars to not even nine hundred dollars? Oh, seems copy? like intentionally saturated. Well, actually, and this is something pure speculation on my point. And this is—it's going to sound kind of shitty—is how many? It makes me wonder how many people and groups are now using video games the way they used to use art for money laundering. Well, I don't I honestly don't think that it's a money laundering thing. But it could I mean it could it could potentially And that's be. also that's also a way that 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 cartels and gangs yeah. used to hide drug sales. Go in, you buy a painting for $10,000. No one's going to scoff that you paid $10,000 for a painting, mm-hmm. but you were paying $10,000 for drugs or to swap money so you're not traceable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and, and is it, it possible that this is a well, potential CD side of what's happening? And it could, and it could very well be. But this is the danger of not publishing population reports. Yeah. When you see that there are fifteen hundred of something in a nine point eight, yeah. well, all of a sudden the nine point eights really aren't they're all pointless. that. They're not that special anymore because there's so many of them. And how do that many? That's to me. How that do that seems, many? Yes. How do that many show end up, up that way? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. In, in a relatively short amount of time. Mm-hmm. That's suspicious. So and all the yeah. same exact score. And all the same exact score. My God. And it was just, yeah, it's, that's why I honestly do not know why anybody would send trust their them. stuff to WADA. Like, how or can you trust them? How can you, how can you trust them after this? You just, you can't. I don't know how you can get your trust back in them. That is insane. I didn't know that about the Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. that's part of that video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's... So, I mean, it's 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 definitely a unique situation, but one <laughs> well, that... Well, not so unique as it well, turns yeah, out. yeah, <laughs> as it turns out. But, I mean, it's just... It, it's something that just, to me, I, I feel... Not, not really vindicated. Vindicated is too strong of a word, but it's when Wada came onto the scene... I already didn't trust them because they were branding themselves as like the, the experts, the, the, experts the authority in video game grading. And from somebody who has gone from collecting toys where there was obvious grading going on like near the tail mm-hmm, end of my mm-hmm. collecting, um, then to comic books where then grading took off for there, and then seeing uh, cards already being graded, I already knew that there was grading services around, so yeah. I knew that VGA had been around for forever. 
Well, and I say, so, I mean, yeah, sports memorabilia has been being so created when, for longer than we've been alive. So mm-hmm. when WADA came, and all of these big articles were written about how WADA is the foremost authority on grading, and they know their grades better than anybody else, and it's like, where did they come from? Why? Why is everybody giving them so much like clout. credit? Yeah. Why are they giving them clout? Why are they giving them all this? And every time there would be an, uh, an article about, oh, a video game sells for a landmark amount, and I'm just it's like, always the same let me guess, attached to it. let me guess, Heritage Auction sold something that was water graded. Yep, sure enough. But everybody is talking about it like, well, this is it. The video game craze is going nuts now, and it's going to levels never seen before. It's like, okay, okay. do you guys know what a bubble looks like for so now, now this is the, then this will be like actually a good point to go towards like closing out. But like, so do you think when this full thing is is fully exposed and whether it's shown to be legit. fraudulent or legit, how do you, if it's shown to be fraudulent, how do you think it will affect video game pricings for collectors? Do you think they're going to go down significantly, or do you think? It's gonna drop a bit and then stabilize. So here's so here's the thing. Oh, you can you can start since you haven't. Uh, I mean <clears throat> personally, I think people will realize that because I would imagine people are seeing all these prices and they're gonna buy up a bunch of shit. Like mm-hmm. we said, Death and Return of Superman. That yeah. was the whole premise of it. Is people bought these things in droves thinking they had thinking that they were gonna, they were gonna have, have the something. next collectible and put their kids through college. Yeah. yeah. And then what did they when it ended up showing that everybody had one they're just gonna dump it yeah i have a feeling mm-hmm. with games it might end up the same situation so people are just gonna, gonna flood the market you with think it. certain We're games see will a... drop and then like the ones that are actually rare will still kind of stable so, out i think so and i think that's... your panzer dragoon sagas your stadium events your little samsons will all stay relatively the same but you'll see a dip in a lot of the lesser ones and and that's what i also think too is that once the smoke clears from all of this Yes, the bubble will... I, I can't say that it will burst. but I mean, it will burst, but it won't be for the whole entirety of video games. You're going to have games like Little Samson, mm-hmm. like Panzer Dragoon Saga, that are always going to be rare, and they're always going to be hard to find. And so I don't think that those values are ever going to dip. Yeah, they may come down a little bit, or they're, they're going to stabilize, but they're still going to be relatively high graded games or sealed games are going to just crash they are going to crash and burn and honest to god if the video game market crashes i am so excited and looking forward to it (laughs) because honestly it will get all of those people who are the investors who are the non-gamers they will leave and try to go to the next so thing. So go that's back to, to the way it was. Exactly. So okay, then back to when we were collecting. So exactly. Then the It'll other question is, again. yeah, if by some chance it is proven to be legitimate and there is no fuckery going on behind the scenes, bullshit. No, this is a big <laughs> hypothetical. Hypothetical. <laughs> if do you think it'll keep rising until it hits that breaking point, or do you think it'll it'll stay like roughly where it is now? If they this is, and if if Paul if they yeah okay <laughs> the biggest if with salt you've ever had <laughs> okay it's legit <laughs> if if it ten if it ends up being legit 
I honestly, I, I cannot fathom that video games can go for much more because if you go so high, you price regular people out of the market. Yeah. The only people who are trading games then are the people who care nothing for video games. They only care about the, the cost, the price of the game, and just trading it to the next person, and they're going to lose interest in it. Honestly, I think that if either way, the bubble will burst. Either yes, because it'll, like it'll you said, it'll get too it'll, big. It'll, it'll be it'll too big to how to, bad it bursts, though. Yeah, but like you said, there's the people who will buy it have no interest. No, and they're not savvy enough to know what it's going to be. Exactly. So you're gonna take the people like us out of it. Yes. So then all what? they're all left. You mean normal people don't drive Lambos everywhere? And soon, <laughs> soon enough, just nothing's going to sell. No, and that's, yeah, and that's the thing too, is that they are going to price themselves out of the market and it's going to burst just as a result of that, is right. that the regular people who want the games are going to no longer be able to afford them. And so now you have no... It's, it's the same it's, 10 people well, trading all, games. It's all supply and demand. And guess what? If you don't have demand and now you have all of this supply... Well, guess what? It's going to start deflating or it's going to crash because nobody wants it and there's a glut of it on the market that nobody can really afford to pay. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, now what good's it going to do you? Yeah, yeah. That's very uh, interesting. Although yeah. I do have one more, like, super cynical question about this. Oh, no. Very inquisitive today, Kevin. <laughs> How often in, especially, like, I know with, like, memorabilia and games like that, how often it do you think people will spot something, buy it, and destroy it to drive up the price of something they already have? I was I thinking about something I don't like think, that. Actually. I don't think that that no. No, to an actual collector they wouldn't, but to an outside investor, how often do you think something like that happens? Oh, to a collector, I wouldn't get an NES game and be like, "Oh fuck, this game smashes!" So my other one goes yeah. up. We kind of like, joked about that one time when we, we were did. talking about the rise of certain games being being pricey. It's because because they were rare. You're like, yeah. what would stop me from buying all the copies of fuck Top Gun yeah. and just destroying everything except the five that I have? Mm -hmm. Now nobody can find Top Gun. I I had I now, but I mean, not as a co collectors wouldn't do that because collectors want no, other people to least, feel that that excitement too usually no and it, it's it's funny because i've actually thought that with like <laughs> with certain collectibles so um there was a uh a toy fair exclusive that came out in 2003 no 2002 it was the the silver anniversary of star wars um and so was the ones that were only available at, like the conventions yeah that one was available only at the i've seen it was, what it was the darth, those, it was the darth those... vader when i really wanted it when i when it was around 2002 2003 that figure was going for upwards of like three four hundred dollars and i could never afford it so then after 10 years 15 years i finally got one for myself and i paid like 80 bucks for it because <laughs> the price has just plummeted yeah and yeah. i i'm it would be funny to look it up now just because i haven't looked it up in a while but I thought to myself, well, if these things are really that cheap, like, what's to stop me from just buying every single one that I see on eBay? And then, like, it literally dries up the market. So then, okay, let's wait one year and then let's, let's reintroduce one into the market and see what it goes for. Let's reintroduce another one and see what it goes for. And I've thought to myself, like, well, what's to stop somebody who has a lot of money and just a lot of free time, like, what's to stop them from doing that? Or from, like I said, from destroying stuff to drive up the value. And, and like, from an outside investor, like, that, granted, that that might be illegal. That seems more feasible, though. Like, I think that they they may have 
the ability to do that. I mean, these investors and stuff like They've that, they may, they may have the money. So. They may have the money to do it. So, um, But again, the game is only rare to the people who want it and the people who play it. Right. Little Samson is rare as hell, but it's a fun game. And people actually want it. And people want it to play it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, if you are purposely manipulating the market to make something rare, you're you're losing your core audience who would buy those games. I mean, yeah, what, what would really stop someone from buying all the copies of Fester's Quest? Yeah. Can't imagine compared to a Super Mario Brothers, there's that many copies of Fester's for, Quest for six dollars a piece. Yeah. A great one would be Eliminator. Was it Eliminator Boat Duel? Oh, Eliminator <laughs> Boat Duel. That's a deep cut. <laughs> so or like, like Swords and Serpents, eight dollars. That's it. Jaws. Yeah, you I mean, all so like, of these titles mm-hmm. that nobody just that wants. nobody nobody wants. But yeah, make make it artificially difficult to find because you're buying up every single copy you find and then yeah. disposing of them. So you are the only source of it. Well, it's Pretty funny. Sure that's a monopoly. Well, it's sort. funny because. Somebody... But in secondhand markets, you can't have a monopoly. I suppose not. Because you're not a a like you're not a, a you're not a business. You cannot have a monopoly in secondhand markets. It's hmm. it's funny because somebody actually um, they tried to claim that they caused an artificial bubble with a Game Boy game that they had done the, the exact same thing that we're talking about where they wanted to try to buy up every single copy I think we've talked about that with uh, Rampart. Yeah. I it was Rampart. Where he he said that the the game on price charting was like fifteen dollars or ten dollars it started off at and he's like, I wanna buy copies of this game until the value of it goes up to at least twenty five dollars. And sure enough he bought like ten or twenty cop twenty copies of it. And because there was less on eBay, less on like on the market, it started causing the price to go up for those mm. remaining copies of people who still wanted it. And so he's like, "Yeah, I just I created an artificial bubble." Although you don't really hear about it anymore, but it's but well, it's I mean that one it was a, a microcosm and it probably sidled down. Yeah, and I don't know if it necessarily like I don't know if now, I could give him full credit for it. Like, how could you manipulate a market only? going well, after like 20 copies of something theoretically depending like, on the number of copies in the wild let's say let's say you and i wanted to do that with <clears throat> with a with the game yeah so we find every auction that has these games and just bid against each other until it hits that price that we want it to go to yeah. that auction ends it ends up on that price yeah well other people will do research be like oh i wonder what this game's going for they say oh this recent copy sold for 35 i'll put it at 35 and then you and I do the same thing, where we bid back and forth until it hits another set that's thing, and then it goes, sells for that. And because mm-hmm. that's basically because we usually use price charting and to determine saying, our that's value. Actually, yeah. That's actually why, like it, <laughs> price it's, charting and stuff is dangerous. At the, like it's useful, yeah. a useful tool, but it's dangerous because it's yeah. not necessarily it sets a standard that might not even be realistic. Right, yeah. right. Which is why, like mm-hmm. you'll that one errant copy of Panzer Dragoon Saga that sold for twenty five hundred suddenly shot the value of it up. 200 bucks this is theoretical or oh, hypothetical oh, yeah you know and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden it slowly went back down because yeah. people were like that shouldn't have happened yeah exactly but like yeah couldn't we <clears throat> technically do that well and then there's another way to manipulate i don't want to give anybody any ideas well, here because no, there's, there's, there's another way actually like we've seen <laughs> prices yeah. manipulated um what was the one game at the was it midwest gaming classic where you saw the price on it and laughed 
Bonk's Adventure. Bonk's Adventure. Because it was yeah. way, way overpriced. He wanted, what is it, 2500 that the one first, year? The first year we saw it, it was 20, 2800 yeah, He wanted yeah. for it. Then the next year we were back, it I was... I think we even made a joke about it in that video. Yeah. And then the, ne the next year we saw the same and one, and we made a joke about it again. That's, like, that's another was, way of manipulating the market. <laughs> because it was $2,800. So. The same guy had it the next year for $3,000. Which doesn't even go for that new. No, it doesn't go for that new. And so that's why we joked around, because we're like, okay, the next Midwest Gaming Classic... So how much you want to bet it's going to be 3500 <laughs> He's going to have it again. So, and that's that's another way you could do it. You could intentionally put one out for an absurd price well, and then put other ones out for cheaper so they sell. Our working theory was that he was doing it just to draw people into the stand. Because yes. that was four, that was front and fucking center that way. So you yeah. see that big name, quote unquote, big name title. Yeah. You know, big expensive title. And you're like, all right, I wonder what else that's this a, guy that's has. A, that's a showpiece. It's yeah, to get yeah. you into the door yeah. and well, then start it, looking at like, your other well, was it was it the, the the complete copy of Earthbound at the one store? Oh, it's not for sale. Oh yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not for sale. Oh yeah, or, or the that first case, time that case is not for sale. <laughs> or, the, or the first time that I saw Stack Up complete at the store. Well, that's not really for sale. I'm like, why is it in your fucking why, store? And why is it in the case? Why, yeah. why is it there? He's well, if I sell it, I, I'm probably not going to find another copy of it. And I'm like, no. um, okay. okay. But that's why, like, even, with, like, to go back to the grading thing, like, th it feels so arbitrary. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I don't, that's why I can't trust it. Even, even values of games in general is so fickle, you know? Like, I, I always it's constantly, see, it's yeah, so it's constantly ever changing. changing. And a lot of people are just, like, it's turning them off with yeah. how expensive a lot of, like, PS1, PS2. Well, and, that's why emulation, you know? for at one point, emulation, the, the, the use of emulation actually got drove up was because people would see these games going for these high prices and being like... So I can't afford this, so you what, know what? what is, gonna, what's yeah. so special about this game? So they would go download the emulator and be like, oh, okay, I've played it, okay, move on. Mm -hmm. yep. and, and then all of a sudden they'd just be like, I no longer want that That's anymore. why I said, like, if there really are investors and people who aren't video game, like, players by nature who are infiltrating the, the video game market... They're pricing themselves out of the market because the people like us who want to just play the games, own them to play them, you're pricing us out of the market. So yeah. we're, we were willing to spend $200 on a game. We weren't willing to spend $1,200 on a game. So guess what? Congratulations having five copies of it. You're not selling it to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, were, we were your best shot at, at you selling this. That's why I'm always curious. When, like, the couple of classics we had gone to before uh, COVID, it's like we started to slowly see more and more copies of, like, Little Samson or Panzer yes. Dragoon Saga. Like, all of a sudden, they started coming out of the woodworks. And I, I always think to myself, like, uh -huh. who's actually... But Like, do they actually sell these things here? Well, to be honest, we actually saw that with other games... Uh... When we were looking for Dot Hack, GU, and Xenosaga, yeah. uh, couldn't find them anywhere. Soon as we had the complete of both of them, we saw them everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and now they're expensive. Like that Dot mm -hmm. Hack Part Four Quarantine. Oh, quarantine! I yeah. bought that for eighty dollars at Coliseum. Yeah. Who's gonna that, pay eighty dollars? Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Right there. I want to say. I, I want to say now. Like and Thanks, shor <laughs> shortly after that game is probably. Complete over three hundred dollars. Wow. Dot hack. Oh yeah. First thing that even comes up is dot hack quarantine. Uh, loose one hundred eighty two. Complete three hundred one. So wow. I was actually really close. Yeah. I mean, 
It's insanity. Mm-hmm. The, the, the gaming market is so insane right now. But but to be quite honest, yeah, like that that would be my dream is that the the bubble the, just the bubble deflates. the bubble bursts and everybody like everybody just stops Anyone buying stuff. I don't even there. care if a game like Rule of Rose ends up going down to like a hundred dollars mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. then it's well, like you've you know got what? it you've got your enjoyment. Well, of yeah, it's, I've already I've already played it multiple times. I loved it, but it's like. I wouldn't care if games like that start just completely nosediving because then that means like I can go back to a, the way that it was before any of this stuff started happening and now I can like I can start enjoying games. Maybe you'll see more people getting rid of their games and selling them to mom and pop stores and then you're you're going to start seeing more of a variety yeah, back say, in actually, the stores was, again. That because, was my next question was... Do you think it'll ever get back to the way it was in the heyday of, I don't think, of finding I, them? Uh, sadly enough, I don't think it will. I don't we, think it will. Uh, the, the reason all of these prices started going up was when price charting started yeah. documenting it. Yep. Otherwise, you basically went off... Like, cause you, you know, you only we started of, when we were collecting, yeah. we knew which games were rare by the fact that we just didn't see them very often. Like, yeah. Uh, what was one we played recently where it didn't go for a lot, but damn, it sure didn't seem like we saw... Was it north and south i think yeah north and south like you really don't see it no. very often and i want to say it was, i mean it wasn't absurdly expensive i think it was like 30 or 40 bucks or something wasn't uh, it uh card only it was the yeah, game yeah. the game itself complete which you rarely you ever see it complete yeah. it's not even a hundred dollars for some no. reason and i don't understand why but you it's a game yeah. that you really like i feel like we've seen less than a handful of times yeah so it's mm-hmm. like it would be nice to, it, now you just see the glut of marios and zeldas yeah. and 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 final fantasy yeah, you always yes. see the same games at every store, and it's just I I miss the days when you could walk into a store and you would see come out with a stack hundreds of unique titles. Like, wow, I didn't even know this game existed. Like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. And now, yeah. I mean, I'm running into the the point where like Game Boy, which I I collect, like you hardly see any Game Boy games on shelves. No, it's not just, really. It's just there's just not many of them left out there. Yeah. So, what we need to do is just find the next collectible thing and get these investors into, interested in the next collectible. See, start the, the bubble, <laughs> find something, the start is, the bubble, then get the fuck out and we, let them just go to town on We us. don't even know what the bubble is or what it's going to be. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, People collect stupid shit. They, Did anybody yeah. see Beanie Babies fucking taking off? I mean, I thought they were dumb to begin with. I still, so. exactly. I still like, think that pops are the next. Like it's this generation's Beanie Babies, basically. Oh, pops but, are but definitely. But pops, for some reason, they're just not like the prices are just not going down. I except don't for, get it. Except for with the Funko Pops, at least they're a little bit different in that they can keep getting the licenses from different stuff. That's because yeah. pops up, of yeah. every. They can literally yeah. target different demographics by mm-hmm. putting out unique ones so i don't think they'll ever be the same hey grandparents you remember mash let's yeah. do some hey, funko yeah. pop mash thing. i would absolutely buy every single one of those right <laughs> like he-man you guys remember he-man he-man like jesus they're you doing could, he-man now you could do funko pops <laughs> yeah, of literally of anything yeah so yeah. it's like that's almost like the perfect market funko if, you really if you're some if you're somehow listening do the wizard <laughs> I can't believe they haven't. I want Corey. I would actually find and, individual movies and just be like, "Yeah, we'll use these." And, uh, yeah, that's insane. I want Corey and Jimmy. Because <laughs> oh, and Haley, it, Funko Pops really are the perfect market. Yeah, they you are. can literally target anybody. And as anybody. soon as one market starts dying, they can be like, oh, "We can cut these ones off." Yeah. Find oh, a brand new game just came out. 
We'll yeah. just we'll Let's start pulling that. the characters yep. from that and Let's, do that. Uh, start throwing mm-hmm. out Samus pops, you yeah. know, oh, from yeah. Metroid Dread. Yeah. But, I there, mean, there they almost go. kind of do it with Amiibos, yeah, in a way. So it's like that's weird. I guess maybe the Funko they are like Funko the has not done Nintendo characters though. I wonder if... other than I want to say Mario, maybe. Uh, actually, no, because I wonder if Nintendo wouldn't give them the rights. That's what I. That's what I'm thinking. Is Ooh. either either the rights are too expensive, or Nintendo just outright will not give them the rights to it. I would imagine the latter. I think it's the latter. <laughs> I think it's the latter. Yes. But and well, other than like, like Pikachu. Pikachu, yeah. yeah some Pokemon but I can't ones. imagine Mario yeah. Brothers or Zelda no. or, or any of their big IPs. Because Pokemon, to be honest, you'd be almost a fool not to. Yeah, exactly. Pokemon yeah. is such a phenomenon in itself that... <laughs> but know. they also only do specific ones. Squirtle, right. Bulbasaur, Charmander, Pikachu. Pikachu. Probably Eevee. Maybe Eevee. Maybe Eeveelutions. But I think that's it. Like... Yeah, they haven't. They're only doing the the common ones. I think uh, they've done Mewtwo. Maybe Mr. Yeah. Mime. They've been trying since Funko two- wants to work with Nintendo to make Mario Funko Pop. That'll never happen. 2019 is when that- this article was from. Yeah, that'll oh, never. Oh wow! Happen. Yeah, no, it hasn't happened yet, no. and it won't. <laughs> but yes. So, uh, so yeah. Rating so- whether you agree with it or not. Um, shit. I think I think with any. It, it, like collectible like that you all like there are inherent dangers with it but I think that again to me if it's something you like to do and you get enjoyment out of it go ahead and do it it's we're not here to to dissuade you we're not here to turn you off to something um, not at all any kind of enjoyment you get out of something it's worth it but we definitely wanted to say our words about WADA and Heritage and I knew from the start that I did not trust them. There was something about them, and it and seems like more and more is coming into the, the forefront well, and into say, the light. We'll probably do a after more is revealed. We'll probably do another yeah, Carl the thing because he's he's yeah. still ongoing. There are I know there are um, law firms getting looking at stuff. Yeah, um, I think from what made... I understand, based on some of the stuff that was put out. There might be some federal agencies looking into yep, it. Yep, I yeah, was going to say, Carl, Carl's actually going to be doing, um, and and if you guys like He's been contacted I, by quite a few different people. Obviously, <laughs> I, I don't think that we're as big as, as Carl Jobs okay. is. Oh, but, uh, but Carl Jobs is on YouTube. I would highly recommend I've, looking him up because he is... He is an old-school journalist, through mm-hmm. and through. He is the kind of journalist you wish that most journalists... We're, like we're still. Yeah. You mean he's not Buzzfeed guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but he chased down all this information, and he is now saying that yeah, there there are how like, he's under a million subscribers. Yeah, I don't I don't know, but you guys you owe it to uh, check him out on on YouTube for sure. He I would is, say so. He is a very um, <laughs> very informed. He, he is a very informed individual. He talks about things very unbiased and just. It, gives you the facts and kind of colors it he's definitely yeah. old school journalist in, but, in an uh, age where that style but yeah he's the one who said mm-hmm. that this is just the tip of the iceberg and that there is a lot more coming soon and that yeah there is uh possible federal indictments that may be coming out soon as a result wow. of all of this activity that happened and the, and the funny thing is it took one person to finally go what the fuck is going on? Get yeah. all the information in one spot mm-hmm. and have the cur- like he had the courage to reach out to various people yes. to get information, to find people that were willing to shed some light on stuff mm-hmm. that maybe some people don't want out in the open. Exactly. It honestly wouldn't surprise me if we start seeing people who work for like heritage 
uh, the there have been some again. former and employees that have talked. Yeah, yeah, like, oh like, yeah, yeah, almost like whistleblowers, mm-hmm. kind of. You know, yeah. One it of the guys surprised me. One of the guys that he talked to was actually the um, the uh, the son of somebody who used to work at Heritage Auctions and said, "Yeah, this is what his they dad do. used to talk and complain about this." It, yeah, because yeah. is yeah, he I said remember. that what what this guy would do is uh, the guy who owns Heritage Auctions, Jim Halpern. He's got a humongous comic book collection, and he would every so often he would take a comic that's graded that he thought was like he wanted it to be more money. He would basically put it up on the auction block for three thousand dollars. He would buy his own comic book. And then put it back into storage for the next couple of years because now that comic is worth three thousand dollars. He'll put it back out on the market three years later for six thousand. He'll buy it from himself again, put it back into his collection. Well, now guess what? That comic's worth six thousand dollars because it just sold on this day for six thousand dollars. Good God! I mean, it's the, the. I wish I had that kind of the money. The shadiness <laughs> is just. I mean, for somebody who owns a, a an auction house. How could you ever trust that person ever again? Really? How could you trust that auction house well, ever I'm, again? To be honest, how can you trust like? How can you trust them after the first time? Yeah. Well, no, they're like the entire market has no. Even the good companies that do grading mm-hmm. are now all in a bad light and exactly. cannot be trusted. Yeah. So entire businesses hurts, yeah, are going hurts, to be destroyed yeah, because of this. It, it hurts even the legit people. I do believe that CGC, PSA, I think they are legit services. They do Collectors things, Universe might get col- hurt. Yeah, that uh, uh, VGA, they all did things the, the way that they should have done. They did it the best of their abilities and they made it. Uh, they they gave the population report so that people could make their own determinations on value. They didn't encourage anything, and now you get a player like wow. Lada who has absolutely well, just completely upended that. Not only that, but how pissed are you if you sent something in to get graded? They valued at ten thousand dollars, and you just gave them a thousand bucks because you have to pay that ten percent. Mm-hmm. Like how yeah. fucking mad are you that you just gave basically gave them a thousand dollars for nothing? Yeah, because yeah. their grades are bogus. Exactly. Like I wouldn't yeah. doubt if they start getting a lot of lawsuits against them from just probably from just general, plain old for, yeah for plain regular people yeah, yeah who who had turned in their yeah their submissions and stuff good god yeah. man yeah so what, a, what a tangled web I, oh god it just it opens up a can of worms yeah it's and it's funny it's once you open up pandora's box you cannot you can, can no longer close, close it nope it's it's out in the open right now that's right so like i said before whether you feel grading is legit or not if you agree with it or not it's it's something that's happening yeah let us know legitimizes my view that it's it's all a shame let us know what you think (laughs) regardless if you think it's a sham or you you trust it or, or you think that it's a good thing for the collectible um let us know absolutely uh so yeah that'll do it for this uh you can hit us up on facebook hit us up on twitter you can go to powertripgaming.tv Maybe check out the YouTube channel where we play through the 678 expensive NES game collection. <laughs> yes, the collection that's stuff. the collection that's probably worth about five million dollars. Gemin two, and I'm <laughs> Gemin two. <laughs> so if you do not want to check us out on social media or contact us on social media because you do not like Twitter or all of those other things, you can go to NES Power Trip at gmail.com. You can submit an email to us, and we will answer it. That's right. The old-fashioned way. <laughs> so now we're just going to make a paper trail. Paul, you're going to sell me the collection for 100000 and then I'll just give it back to you, and then you're going to sell it to me for 200000 We now have a paper trail, <laughs> and we're going to keep doing this, and it's going to go in a circle, and then we're going to sell your collection for millions. I'm going to reach out to BuzzFeed tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> T.
BMZ <laughs> collection sells for two point eight trillion dollars to one man. <laughs> Yes, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can go to iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify, and uh, PTG Powercast is on there as well. So that'll do it. That PTG will... Powercast. Now you have been listening with power. That's right. Paper <laughs> <Hey>, trail! <laughs> the light bulb above my head is now starting to get brighter. <laughs> Crap. It sounds like a good idea. Foolproof. <laughs> Fool's right. <laughs>